Welcome to Deeper Dive. This is season three, episode eight. This podcast is presented to you by the Plantation SEA Church. Remember to like the Plantation SEA Church on Facebook and on YouTube. And also be sure to subscribe for this podcast on your favorite podcast app. This is Cassandra Pierre for Don Williams and Joseph Walden. They are not here today and we miss them so much. They're not feeling good, um, but they will be back soon. And we are praying for them because they must be back next week because I'm not, I'm not doing this next week, <laughs> but I'll cover for them just today. <laughs> and um, so today we have a special guest. This is our own Pastor Jennifer Hernandez. Welcome, Pastor Jen. Welcome, welcome. How are you? I'm My doing Cassandra. I'm doing great. And welcome. And welcome to our listeners who are listening here in the US and all around the world. And our thoughts and prayers are for the people of Ukraine. We mm -hmm. are praying for you and we are praying for peace. Yes. We are praying yes, yes. for peace. So, um, Pastor Jen, we yes, so normally we will have um, the preacher um, from Sabbath um, on the podcast. However, he will not be on today, so we're doing something special. So you will be doing the podcast in lieu of the pastor. So thank you for stepping stepping in and for doing this, Pastor Jen. It's so my privilege. So we have a lot to talk about, but first, let's have a word of prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day. Thank you for Pastor Jen. Thank you for our listeners. May this podcast be a blessing to them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So, Pastor Jen, I know yes. you've gone through a lot last year. You've had a very challenging year and you were very um, vocal about it. And this year has not been better. Um, mm -hmm. It's been a rough um, year for you already. Um, we just two months in 2022, and it's been very challenging. And it's been a journey. Do you think that's it's, it's it's more challenging than last year? Do I think it's more challenging than last year? You know, um, I think every challenge prepares you for the next challenge. I know. So I think it's been a buildup. When I think back on last year, practically, I would say February to February. So it's an exact year of, of challenges. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the first challenge was my mom and the accident. And we, we thought that was a big thing. You know, she fell on her face, fractured her face. And, and dad had just gotten out of the hospital twice or three times um, from September to December the year prior. So with the accidents at the end of January, we thought, oh, this is a big thing. And, you know, to be honest, based, you know, based on how my mom was reporting how my dad was, she wasn't even looking at herself because she was, she, she has at that point had been on a cancer journey. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when we went out in February last year, prepared to help my parents, we actually packed funeral clothes. Wow. Thinking that, because she was reporting on my dad and thinking that something was going to happen at that time. But um, I guess my dad, it, when the boys, when he saw all the boys and everything and that kind of rejuvenated, 
you know, him and she goes, wow, I haven't seen dad this energized in, in a few months. That's good yes. to know. Yes. So mm-hmm. we'll say, the power of having your family with you. That's yes. the power of love. So that's good to know. So he was not doing well and he saw all the boys. Right. And he got better. That's very interesting. He got better. So, you know, we thought back then that that um, challenge with my mom, we, we were there in Hawaii for a month just helping mom get better, helping move. You know, there's been so many, they've collected so many things over the years. So we had to get their house ready to be more, I guess, friendly for them to to recuperate in. And so, you know, that was fine. And, and, and then my mom's surgery was brought up from the summer, was brought forward from the summer because the tumor was, was growing bigger faster. Wow. And so we thought, ooh, you know, there, there was a lot of scariness there, especially for mom. And we did that. And then we went again, you know, in, in end of July, beginning of August, because I had already had an evangelism scheduled there. But this time it was for a happier occasion, too, because at the end of the evangelism, we celebrated my parents' 80th, I mean, my dad's 80th birthday and my mom's, my parents' 55th anniversary. So it was, it was like that just one time, like right in the middle of the year, that was um, a blessing to minister and then also have something to celebrate. Mm -hmm. But right after that, um, we come home and Armando lands in the hospital because of his diabetic foot ulcer. And I will distinctly remember Colin, he, he came up to me and I had just shared that, you know, with the church saying, you know, this is the journey that my husband's on right now. Pray for him. And he was hospitalized. And he, he said something like, Pastor Jen, all your stories, it seems like you have a bigger testimony from the last one. And it's crazy. And he goes, I can't imagine what's next. Right. And I, me too. I was like, yeah, I can't imagine what's next. And what's next was Labor Day and my sister died. I know. You know, and, so and it looks like you remember the chronology of this. You know exactly what happened first and what happens next and what happened. And you can tell, you can tell the story. As yes, you can tell yes. it as it goes along. Right. So, you know, it's when you, when you have, when you put all that together, the kids caught COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then my dad and your husband, you didn't get it. No, didn't? only two of my kids caught COVID. That's interesting. So we we all remained COVID free, and then we had to head back for the funeral, you know. But which ended up into being a double funeral because my my sister in law um, had passed away. Mm-hmm. So you know, my sister's funeral was first, and then my sister in law. Your sister in law, your sister passed, but your sister in law passed away too. Mm-hmm. Interesting. She passed she away from your husband's side, or uh, it is my your... sister's husband. Okay. Okay. So um, yeah, it, it was all that, and when we came home, because that was over the Thanksgiving weekend, we came home into the first of December, and of course, you know, that whole time is already Christmas, and everyone's planning and. The month goes by real quick because you have church Christmas, school Christmas, everything. And and then my dad got sick on Christmas and then everything progressed from there. And so we came into the year with him already being sick mm-hmm. and then me having to go and, and, and be the medical surrogate, et cetera, 
trying to hoping he was going to get better and then he passed away so when you're asking me the question of what when you look at it were, were you prepared or anything i i truly believe that god that God leads us through each challenge. Mm -hmm. And people have asked, you know, do you think God is punishing you? No, God, no. God is not a God. God is a God of love. This is a result of sin, of, of everything that happens in our life. Um, it, uh, I'll tell you a question wow. that I had That's earlier. So but sensitive. So as you're going no, through No, 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 no. It's a, ask you know, you. no, I don't think, I don't think it's an insensitive question okay. at all because okay. I think it's a question that, a lot of people ask for those who have gone through trial after trial and they mm -hmm. feel like they're being punished. Okay. Okay. You know, they feel like, what, what did we do? And you got to remember Armando, my, my own husband is from a Catholic background. I know. And at one point this year, he did ask me, you know, once he got the, um, you know, cause he landed in the hospital too, right after my dad died. I know. I know. And he said in his question, he 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 said that he goes man sometimes i feel like god is punishing us so i was surprised because you know he's been an adventist for 22 years mm -hmm. you know and since so born, right? right since chance was born and i said no god is not punishing us he, and he, you know he was scratching his head and he's like oh what did we do is god punishing us and i said baby really i mean you really believe that god is a god of love and then he stopped he thought about it. He said, you know what? I'm sorry, you're right. This is the old Catholic mentality that has been deep rooted mm -hmm. in him as a child. Wow. So that question, you know, I don't think it's an insensitive question. I've had kids ask me that question. Wow. Not my kids. I, 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 I'm a chaplain for Sawgrass. Mm -hmm. And one, and I just restarted because I, I was, I've been out. And so I went and visited this weekend and gave the devotion on, let them know, you know, because they had, they were so cute. They, they made us cards and everything. And they were asking questions. And I told them about, you know, dad passing and, and how God is still good. And one kid looked at me very seriously and said, Pastor Jen, is God punishing you? Does God punish us for it for, for for people who keep having bad things happen? Is that God's way of punishing? And sometimes, well, you know, got children in the Bible, he wasn't being punished. He was just no, he was being tried. tested. Exactly. Right. He was he being was tested. Being so sometimes, exactly. and, and I'm sure, you know, our actions have consequences. So right. There are things that we do and then we have to pay the price sometimes. That's right. Happens. But you know, it's not that everything that happens is God punishing. It will be that's right. It will be preparing you for something else. It will be testing you. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. we do not know the reasons. You know, the reasons for everything. But it's not always God punishing, and it's not. It's just what it is. No, I, I don't think so at all. I don't think so. So you know, these kids when they ask these questions, I wasn't expecting that question. So I led them into a whole thing you know, about mm -hmm. this is not how God works, et cetera. But then it leads into other kids. And then you realize, so then you, you know, sometimes when you talk to kids, you don't, sometimes you think that, you, well, sometimes you think that um, maybe what you say, because you're an adult, right? Mm -hmm. That you're not making any headway, but then you don't realize that they really are listening. 
And I was trying to come out of the classroom and they don't forget, right? And the, I answered that question by that student. And I, as I was trying to leave the classroom, another student was like, wait, Pastor Jen, can I ask you a question? You know, with your dad dying, do you think that God um, just, just lets people go to sleep in him because it's gonna, it might, you know, it might be worse for that person later. And I looked at I looked at this child and there was he was talking very softly. And I said and I said, I definitely believe that God knows the future. Mm -hmm. And and, and if he looks at a person and realizes how much they have already suffered, if they've been sick or et cetera, then perhaps God doesn't want them to suffer Mm -hmm. anymore. And he might be saying, like, "Okay, it's time to let you sleep. So this poor child goes okay, because I've been wondering because, you know, I lost my God sister and she's, she's been in and out of the hospital. And so I was wondering, you know, if if there's a reason that God lets people pass away. Mm. And I'm like, Cassandra, I'm just like, Oh my goodness. So I'm still trying to walk out of this room and I get grabbed by another, I, I get grabbed because, you know, the teacher's ready to teach and I get grabbed by another child. And, and this child's like, Pastor Jen, I've listened to you and how how can you tell your stories about your dad, about your husband, about your sister? How can you tell your stories without crying? Well, that's a good segue to my next question. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, how are you doing, Pastor Jen? And I am and, doing and I know you've been, I don't know how you do it, you've been preaching, you've back doing ministry. And I asked myself, oh my goodness, how does she do it? So how are you doing, Pastor Jen? I am doing good. I mean, honestly, honestly. I'm doing good. <laughs> I am doing good. I know. Okay. I, I know that our listeners are listening, right? And for those who know the trajectory of what's been going on, uh-huh. and the question has always been lately, how is it that you're positive? How is it that you're smiling? Are you, mm-hmm. are you, and some people who have the psychological background, are, are you sure you're okay? Yeah. Or, 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 or are and, you and just I'll ask you, are you grieving? Because that's important, right? Are you taking the time to grieve? And it's not a therapeutic session. <laughs> We're not in a therapeutic relationship here, but are you taking the time to grieve? Because, you know, I know sometimes, and I've done it uh, many times, you're going through something and you have to try to put that face, you know, for the world and you go and you keep doing, but inside you're dying. So, so, so are you taking the time to grieve? Although, you know, I know you have faith and hope and, but are you taking the time for yourself to grieve and get? Oh, yes. Yes. And perhaps, well, in answer to that question, perhaps it's a form of self-torture. I'm not sure, but, but, you know, I will like pull up, Facebook photos uh-huh. and I'll look at my dad. I'll look at photos that I'll look at photos on my phone that we took just a few months ago okay. where he was smiling and laughing. Aww. And I'll just look just to just to look at Cassandra, one of the things that I wish I would have done, I wish I would have like followed the spirit when he was whispering to me. But back in February when my dad was still well and getting and, and getting well with mom and everything and um, February of last year, dad was telling all these stories about mm. from his childhood, you know, wow. he was, he was like, and it's the same stories we've heard growing up. 
right? The same one that I could verbatim like follow him. Like, yeah, and then you did that. And then you jumped into the water and blah, blah, blah. And, but he was telling them with an intensity. Interesting. You know, and he was, and he was telling me, sing for me the, the Filipino song that you used to sing as a teenager. And I'm like, really? And I'm thinking, do I know the words? Must I remember the words? You know, and, and, and I'd be singing for him and then he would be translating. And there were several moments when I thought, I should record you. Mm. I should record these stories because in the event that you pass away, your grandkids, can I can look back and see and et cetera. And, and I never did. And I wish that I would not have erased old messages. Mm. You know, that he, even if it's just a pigeon, I'm calling, but you're, you're, you're not there. So I love you. This is dad. Call me when you can. I, I wish I had done that, you know, because sometimes I fear that I will forget the sound of his voice. I'm sure you will not, because all you have, all you did not record, but I'm sure you have all these beautiful memories engraved in your heart. I'm sure you do. I do. I do. And so I, I do grieve, you know, sometimes like I'll pick up these pictures, I'll pick up the phone or, and I'll just like torture myself like, oh, I miss you, dad. <laughs> I miss you, dad. So, and there are times that I, mean, I can be talking with mom or, or my husband and we can be recalling mm-hmm. fun mm-hmm. times. And then all of a sudden, just all of a sudden, uh, the clear blue sky, mm-hmm. I'll start sobbing. And mm-hmm. my poor husband, one time that happened to him and we were joking about something. I remember when dad, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you know, I just started sobbing and he was like, you know, he's hobbling on his foot at his desk. He's like, what, what, what happened? <laughs> he starts coming over. He's like, babe, you were just laughing. And he wasn't expecting that abrupt um, transition mm-hmm. to grief. And you know what? Yeah. Yeah. It's therapeutic. So when you do it, you release the pain. So it's yep. okay to do it. And exactly. time, right? You yes. will have to give time and take it one day at a time and allow yourself um, to heal. And, and mm-hmm. But let me ask you this. So for those listening who may like you, who may be going through a very, you know, who may be going through very challenging times. So what keeps you going? What can you tell them to give them hope? Oh, okay. God is good. Mm-hmm. Amen. And I, and I know some people might think that that's a cliched statement. But it's not. It's not. A, it's not a cliche. A cliched statement for myself. You know, people ask all the time, "Are you sure you're grieving? You don't sound like you're grieving. You you're up there in church and you're smiling or you're singing and you're happy. And you might. You know, my what my response is. How 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 do you know that I don't cry? Sometimes I am sobbing underneath the blankets. I know. You know. But, but, but they're like, yeah, but it doesn't come through it, it. Like, we don't see that. We don't see the grief on you. So this is what I say. The dead have gone mm. to sleep in Jesus. Amen. Okay. What good would it be for me to wallow continuously in my grief? Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> I can cry. Yes, it's good to cry. It's good to release. But should, but is it healthy 
for me to be like every single day or every single six hours. I lost my dad and sister. Boo hoo 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 hoo. I mean, will that? And and you made a very good point because people grieve differently. Differently. All the right. Way, what works for one person doesn't work differently for another. What works for you today does right. not work for you tomorrow. So some of us have this, some of some have this idea that we have to do this, we have to do therapy. No, everybody's different. Everybody do right. you know, we all do our own thing, you know, you may have your pace. So people they grieve differently so as long as mm -hmm. you're okay we are okay so so right. but, you know don't 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 feel like you have to cry in public if this is not you don't feel like you have to call the world and say because we all grieve do it differently and, and i've been offered i mean from you yourself yeah right yeah i've been offered from some well all, all of the our well-meaning members who are therapists, hey, Pastor Jen, you know, I can give you, I, I know so-and-so, or even I can give you um, grief therapy sessions. And that's, you know, I mean, honestly, that's that's not how I personally exactly. deal, deal with it. So like what you said, you do what you do. But what has helped me is to realize, and I've told people for myself, I cannot, I have children, I have a husband, that I wake up to every day and I must, I'm, I can't let myself wallow in it. I must be able to, I got to stand up. I got to live. I have to live for my family. But most importantly, when I say God is the one that gets me through, he, he is because this is a choice too, right? Cassandra, this is a choice is you have to choose to see God working in your life. You have to choose to see the goodness of God around you, no matter what's happening. How is God, even in this rainy day, how has God even given me one blessing today? Amen. Amen. And, and myself, as somebody who before my current you know, career, I have a background in therapy as a clinical social worker, I've done therapy, and I can tell you, that there are cultural differences that people right. don't take into account. They just assume that we all need to be in therapy. I may need to be in therapy, but you may not need to be in therapy because it doesn't necessarily work for everyone, for all, you know, there are different cultures. Every culture, people make grief different in their culture. So I mm -hmm. think it's important mm -hmm. and, and it's whatever works for you. It could be therapy for you. It can, That's right. It doesn't have to be that. So, but I'm happy that you are doing okay. And again, Take your time. It will take time for you to get there. Oops. Yes, definitely. Definitely. It will take time. Um, so let's switch ears, um, Pastor Jen. Um, so I know you are very involved in the community. You're such a people person. You know, you give back a lot. You go and feed, you know, those who are hungry. You go and pray with people. You bring people food so to their house. So as we with the pandemic and which you were challenging challenges since last year have you been able to be involved in in have you been able to do all these things that you used to do before covid and before you know last year and with all those issues that you've been dealing with so i've been involved silently okay so and i know with the pandemic when we had the food drives first etc it was more it was more of a everybody let's get together and let's see and I'd go and deliver. Now it's me calling people up. Hey, what do you need? And it, it's it's not it's not like a 
I don't advertise it. You okay. know, we all have food or whatever. No, no, no. You know, you don't have to. Again, the Bible says, you know, what your right hand does, your left hand doesn't have to know. So, right. You know, you don't. It, but, but I know you are known for you have such a good card. And, and I think it's your you have a passion for it. I think that's your gift also. You have that gift of giving, that gift of helping other people. I think, you know, this is you. Oh, praise, praise God. I mean, it's, but it's not just food. It's, um, it's keeping in contact with people, mm -hmm. calling. I, I laugh because a lot of people ask, well, what does a pastor do during the day? I mean, apart from apart from preaching, what else do you guys do? You know, and a lot of it is calling, ca calling you folks, just checking up on, hey, how are you doing? And sometimes people think I know some pastors who who have it um, compartmentalized, really like, OK, for each member, I spent only 20 minutes calling. You know, <laughs> for me, it's a whole different story, I get, perhaps because I'm a woman. And we, you know, we touch base on all different things when we when we talk to other women or or whomever, right? So, a twenty minute conversation is not a twenty minute conversation. It becomes like an hour, hour and a half. He was our uh, lead pastor. Has that story? He was so was impressed. I think when he first met you, I think if I remember correctly, when you first moved to South Florida from. Um, when you first moved here, Michigan. Uh -huh. Michigan, I think he took you to look at um, apartments and, and then you had a conversation with somebody there. And then yeah. it was like a long conversation of converting that person. I mean, this is your gift. You have that power of helping people. I mean, it's so amazing. And yeah, yeah, Pastor, Pastor Joe has that testing about you, if you didn't know it. To see, you know like how you were there because he has the gift of teaching that we all have different gifts and but you that's right was just there talking to that lady forever <laughs> yeah i think it was it was a, it was a house that we went to see and that uh -huh. lady i forget her name but that lady had lost her son mm. and and she then she just started talking she just started talking and i guess for me um i guess i, I don't i don't know what it is i I don't know. Maybe it's just an affinity, or 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 I hear the need of people. Okay, here. Here's what I mean. I talk to a lot of people, but like at stores, hmm. you know, like I could be in Walmart, and a lot of it happens in Walmart or Sam's Club or whatever. And we'll just be waiting in line, and we strike up a conversation, and and or it's just something silly. Like I'll see something in their cart, and this is me. So it's a really bad. Right? I'll be like. Oh, that's a cute top. Where, where is that in the store? And then they'll, you know, they'll lead me or they'll point me to it. I'll go get it. I'll run back. Oh, thanks so much. And then from there, we'll just start talking. And inevitably, somewhere along the way in that five, 10 minute conversation, it turns into something just touching on spirituality or, or, or whatever. Or I'll hear, like, I'll hear someone they'll be saying oh yeah man i gotta i gotta go visit i mean this is just an example i gotta go visit my dad in the hospital man it's being it's, it's really hard and i'll overhear it and i'll at the at the risk of being the one who has eavesdropped but who's right next to the person on the phone and the person hangs up and i'll just touch him on the arm and i'll say i am so sorry i couldn't but i couldn't help but hear that your dad's in the hospital i just want to let you know i'm gonna I, I don't know your your dad's name or your name but i'm gonna keep you folks in prayer mm -hmm. and they're like oh 
but then that opens the door to who they are if they feel like sharing they'll share Mm -hmm. you know and so these a lot of these experiences just come from just i guess being letting myself be open to mm-hmm. hearing what's around me. So will you say that to let the spirit lead you? Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Definitely. So Pastor Jen, so you know, you just shared that you are still involved in ministry despite your challenges, despite COVID. So what do you tell our listeners maybe listening? Or maybe involved, who want to be involved in ministry, maybe at plantation or elsewhere. It's after that plantation, wherever they may be in other states, right? They want to be involved mm-hmm. in ministry. However, they have so much going on with work and children and sickness, family, whatever they have in school. So what do you tell them to, how do they find the time to do it? How do they find the courage to do it? What do you tell them? Pick one thing. Mm-hmm. One thing that you are good and gifted at. Mm-hmm. One thing that you want to do. Just start off with the one thing. Do you like to surprise people with gifts? One very easy thing you can do is pack like a, they call it blessing bags for the homeless. You put, you put like the varying things, but Kleenex, um, socks, candy. And whenever you pull up to a curb and someone is panhandling, you just hand out that blessing bag small you don't have to come into major contact with people but you know that you have contributed somehow you know it it comes to your so this one thing but there's a plethora of things you can do if if you want to work with ministries at call up call up your local church Mm -hmm. you don't have to be an adventist you don't have to be any particular denomination you call up and you say hey what do you need help with? How can I, is there any event that you are holding that I can volunteer for? Mm-hmm. I, I know here at Plantation, well, pre-COVID, we had a lot of events going on and ministry, right? And now we're, we're ramping it up again. But if you have the gift of, of singing, it, look at your own gifts that you have. Mm-hmm. With that gift that you have, advertisement, um, musical talents, mm-hmm. uh, anything. And then you think, what, what does plantation offer that my gift, that my gift can be utilized in, you know? So if you like, if, if, for example, if you're a woman and you like, um, socializing with women and you want to get into the women's ministries of the church, you know, our, our leader is Deborah Motti and you can go up and say, Hey, this is what I do, and could I be a part? Deborah will tell you when the events are, and she'll invite you to whatever the next event is, et cetera, et cetera, with all the other ministries that we have here. You just have to, you just have to pick one thing, and what we, the thing is, the, the cool thing is, when you pick the one thing, and then you will soon discover what your other gifts are. And and I said before, it doesn't have to be something big on the large no. scale. It can be soft, you know, something very small. And I know sometimes we feel like we have to change the world. No, nope. well, we cannot change the world if we do not change one person one day at a time. So we can try to save one person exactly one day, one day at a time because one person cannot change the world. So if you pick one thing, you can just you know impact one person's life. So that's right. That's right. Um, so anybody who's in plantation, actually, who's listening, somebody who's a church member, but he's not, who's not involved and it just comes to church or 
well, not even right now with, with um, the pandemic, somebody who just watches online. Do we have, and I know you are involved in our discipleship um, ministry. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. do we have any open positions right now for those who may want to be um, involved? Positions, um, there are several, but before you take a position, I would suggest that you decide which ministry that you'd like to be a part of. So mm -hmm. there, there, we have a plethora of ministries that you can be a part of. Worship ministry, women's ministries, mm -hmm. men's ministries, hope ministries, digital evangelism, uh, digital evangelism <laughs> children's ministries. So, so you think about all these ministries that we have, right? And you think, okay, which group would I love, or which ministry would I love to join? So before you even become a leader, come check out the different things that we have and, and come to one or two of the events so that you can decipher for yourself, oh, this is where I better fit, where, where I fit the best. And then you start volunteering, you know, come, come to the event. Oh, what can I do for this particular event? And then you'll realize the skills and capacity that you may have to lead. And you can jump in, you know, you can start, applying to, to, to be one of the leaders for those ministries. Absolutely. And our church vision and mission statement is people building people for God's kingdom, connect, will serve and go. That's and right. In past years, you know, we've struggled with um, finding ways to connect, to serve, um, to connect, to go, to serve and to go. And we're trying to to start um, small, you know, well, we call them live groups right now. Mm -hmm. So tell me, once if, and I know um, Elder Nick Palmer, he's um, spreading, you know, he's in charge of that project. So what's the vision for this year? How do we go about those, those small groups? So what do we want to accomplish this year and moving forward? We want to accomplish discipleship, living life together, right? Yeah. And and this is this is what small groups is about finding your your niche of of people that you're all interested in the same thing so for example i know there's a group um that that there's all a bunch of young mothers mm -hmm. in it mm -hmm. so 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 these are the type of life groups that we have and things that we have in common and the whole goal is to have specifically a small number around you of seven, eight, 10 people who will rally around you, who, who you can be able to grow together and be able to share, um, share with and be comfortable and, and live life together. You know, of course, we're all living in different houses, et cetera, et cetera. But with this group of, with this quotes unquote life group, also a support group, this is, these are, this is your family. Mm -hmm. Right. And so how we're starting off is we are training for those of you who who want to be involved in possibly even leading a small group. Um, we are having training. I, I believe training was supposed to happen um, tomorrow, but but new a new schedule was brought up. And so we're finding a new date and time to do nice. training. Yes. What about those who have been trained before? Because we've. I think we've had training we've been you know we've had a training last well not last year before COVID. i don't know if you remember yeah credit project and we have all those and i got trained so what about those who got trained before can they still be involved if they're not put yes on for those who have 
Yes, for those who have been trained, you should start looking into, okay, I have been trained. I have the tools. I have the book because there was a book. Right? I know. There was a book. <laughs> it was what, a three-month training that I did? Right. You know, I, I was with um, Mozart. <laughs> I was with um, Colin, with Don, Pastor Joe. We were all in the same small group. It was fun. Um, with Jennifer and her husband um, and Marco. Oh, Jennifer and Marco. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Jennifer and Marco. Yes. Yeah, so we got trained together for three months at Pastor Joe's house. That was a little small group. And we've developed a um, very good relationship after that. So. There you go. So, Cassandra, now that, now, now Cassandra, because oh, that of that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, but that's but, but so that, that's what we're saying, right? You've been, if for those of you who have been a part of a small group, who have already gone through the training, you know, now's the time, especially now's the time to start thinking now, should I develop my small group? Who can I, who, who are five, five people on the top of my head, on, on the back of my hand that I know would be able to click together Absolutely. and be and and be able to foster a relationship with each other with and and that was the goal after that training that was the end of 2020 if i'm not mistaken and no like that had to have been i think so we're all fired up no 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 no. 2018 i don't know 2019 2019 yeah, 2019 and of 2019 we're all fired up i had plans to set my small group next year and COVID started. <laughs> I know we, we we were about to launch our group here that we were running here, our training. And the we just, fire died slowly. Yeah, slowly. It, it was like I think we were two more sessions away from being finished with I the training, done. and then <laughs> boom, COVID happened. COVID happened, and here we are studying all over again. But it will be for good this time, right? It will be. Mm-hmm. Um. So Pastor Jen, we just mentioned um, Pastor Joe. He was our senior pastor for four years at Plantation. He's been gone since last year. It will be a year, I think, in May since Pastor Joe left. Time flies, right? Well, that was fast, yeah. And mm-hmm. we've been with our two wonderful associate pastors, yourself and Pastor Kevin. So, you know, is there anything cooking that we should be aware of, of the listeners, you know, getting a new late pastor in time soon is anything that that you can share yet or is there a secret or you don't know it's something happening are we getting a new pastor that's the question a a new pastor we 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 are we are getting a new pastor um there's a meet and greet soon and i will be as surprised as everyone else there i know about who (laughs) about who comes to this Meet and greet. So it's we are prepared. Sunday, um, the twenty seven. Correct. That we can meet with the pastor, or has it changed? I'm not sure. No, not yet. Maybe not. It it, it, it is the Sunday. But but hold up before before everyone comes flocking oh, no, to people to come. yeah the church. No, this this is just for the church board. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I, just, I know. <laughs> so yeah, but we can't wait to meet the pastor. We are excited. It will we be, are. We are. It's yeah, been a be good. It's been an interesting year. I know. So, and we survived. It was a very We survived. Year. We did. I should say it's been an interesting two years, right? Because the pandemic has changed so many, so many things for the life of our church. I know. I know. You will say it was for the good or for... I don't know. It's definitely for the good. It's a learning experience. It's definitely a learning experience because then you realize what you're capable of doing. Um despite despite something like the pandemic you know everyone thought that oh all the church would shut down and for a while some did but we didn't Mm -hmm. 
you know? And of course we did have that little mini shutdown in January, but I think we have been waiting patiently or not so patiently for this pandemic to be over in all honesty, and before everybody slays me for saying this, I don't think the pandemic will be over. I think this is something that we will, we are growing to exactly. adopt yeah. into our normal life, right? Yeah, maybe we won't have a pandemic anymore per se, but COVID itself is here to stay. But COVID so is, you know, COVID is the new. Affected, but COVID is here to stay. We have to right. adapt, you know, and learn to live with COVID. It's, it's, it's life. We have to, because it's not, we cannot, stay in the world forever that's right and, and i kind of we are we were created to live in community to be around other people it's not healthy to stay home forever so we have no to it's not so we have to find ways to to live, live with, with it. COVID. it is right and i kind of i kind of chuckle when 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 people say man i can't wait to go back to normalcy i can't wait for this to be all over and i'm thinking um hmm. it hasn't ended and I think this is a, you know, that new disease, you know, that new disease that everyone has to, 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 to filter through. And with, with all new things comes new regulations, comes new everything and new ways new of doing norms. Life. New norms. Yeah. New norms. Exactly. Exactly. So there's a lot of learning. And I believe these last two years have truly been growth. Absolutely. Some people might think our growth has been stunted because of covid mm -hmm. but technologically we have realized what we can do absolutely you know I mean, even uh, with our youtube and our um channel and with plantation tv and all those um new programs we've started you know since um the pandemic the balloon mask for instance and right i mean there are still ways to diminish we just have to be creative and lead the holy spirit lead, lead and guide us Amen. Evangelism. We, we thought that we couldn't do a prayer meeting without it having to be in person. But well, Jesus at the center, too. Jesus right? at the center, yeah. and, and, and we've done it. We've done and we've done the spiritual revival, and so God is opening up doors, absolutely, for us to walk through. So, Pastor Jen, any final words for our listeners and for the people of Ukraine who are now suffering? lift up your heads Amen. and look toward the coming king um i can only say that there is hope that and when i say there is hope god already prophes prophesied that in order for him to come all these things had to happen absolutely pestilences famine disease fires how many how many um environmental things happened last year mm -hmm. where all the fires were burning across the u.s mm -hmm. right a alongside the pandemic and now it's not just a rumor of war but you know the invasion has the invasion has happened and it was just a twittering before of course we always hope of course we, we hope that it wouldn't go that far but we have to remember right that these things these events were prophesied to have were prophesied to happen and they need to happen and they're going to happen faster and faster in succession so cassandra when, when when i look at my year when i look at my year and i told i told god this and i've told some other people this when i get to heaven i am going to go up to god and i'm gonna say 
All right, let's sit down. Will you? And, 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 and you, God told me what 2021 and 2022 was all about for my life. What? Before you do what that, call me so I can witness that conversation, okay? <laughs> Just a, please tell me what that was about, you know? But, you know, in, in all honesty, all the things that have happened to my family, that was rapid. Mm. Rapid in succession. Every two months, there was something, two, three months, something happened. And I'm not going to say, people have said to me, you're like a Job. You're going to get a great blessing, a huge blessing with, with all these happens. And you know what, Cassandra, to be honest, my thought when I think about that is, so are you saying that I'm supposed to suffer in order to get a huge blessing? No, I don't think that that's it. I think that this is just life. Exactly. I think that this is what God, this this goes along with what God has said, that things are gonna happen, tragedies are gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom end of it, at the, at the final end of it is where are you? Where are you spiritually? Do you know me? Do you know God? Have you developed a relationship with him? Did I know that I was going to lose my sister and my father in the space of five months? Mm. No, I didn't know that. So mortality, my mortality is even more so put in front of me. Mm-hmm. So my counsel to all of you listeners, whatever walk that you are walking through right now, however hard your journey may be, I challenge you to get to know Jesus now because you never know what is going to lie ahead for your life very quickly. I challenge you to testify. I challenge you even in your darkest hour to choose to look for the silver lining, to choose to look for God's blessings because you don't know who's watching you, no matter how many things have hit you in your life, you don't know who's watching you and who's wondering, how are you standing? And who do you know that is helping you to stand upright? You don't know what the the things that you're going through, you don't know how you yourself are being a testament for other people to get to know Jesus. So don't be afraid of the things that are happening. Yes, be concerned of the invasion in Ukraine. Yes, lift up one another in prayer. Lift up our brothers and sisters there. Yes, lift up all those that you know here who are going through grief, loss, et cetera, et cetera, because of life. But know that these things, these days were prophesied to happen and our time is short. How much do you know God and what are you doing now to hasten his coming? Amen. Thank you, Pastor. That was powerful, powerful and powerful. And thanks for our viewers. Remember to subscribe um, for our podcast on your favorite podcast app. And also remember to like our church, Plantation Ezi Church on YouTube and on Facebook. And also be sure to listen to this podcast, which is usually released every Wednesday morning. And also we have many programs for you on YouTube and on plantation.tv. We have two worship services. 
on Saturday morning at 9 and 11 to the a.m. I was at school on Sabbath morning, Saturday morning at 10 to the a.m. And also our my testimony, very, um, very, I mean, you need to watch it. It's usually um, on Friday, Friday at 7.30. And we also have the Bible Unmasked with um, Pastor Dexter for this season, season two, at 7.30 on Sunday evening. Again, thanks for listening. And um, Pastor Jen, we have a few birthdays um, to celebrate today. Before right. we celebrate those birthdays, let's have a word of prayer. Will you please pray, Pastor Jen? All right, Father God, thank you for your goodness to us, Father. Thank you for waking us up today, Father. Thank you, Father, even for the challenges and trials that we are experiencing, because it is through these trials that we truly experience you even more because we cling to you father and then we get to learn of you and how how much you love us father continue to walk with us help our faith to remain steadfast in you and even when we waver father we ask that you send someone along to help hold us up and and, and seek you again father especially during these times when we watch the news, God, and we just tremble. Lord, help us not to tremble in fear, Lord, but tremble in anticipation for your coming, Father. Thank you, Father, for all that you do for us. In your name we pray, amen. 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 So, so, Pastor Jack, it's your birthday this week. First, yes. Don Allen on February yes. 24th. Happy birthday, Don. Oh, I passed. <laughs> Happy birthday. And also, Joey, jo our own Joey on February 25th. Well, it was the 24th for Don and for Joey the 25th. So, yes, happy wait, birthday. I, I think we have one more. Um, oh, uh, Miss Melissa, Melissa Manguel. Uh, Mel Did I miss Melissa? I think it was like Let's or it is the 27th or 28th or something like that. Happy birthday, Melissa. It happy birthday, up. Joey. And happy birthday, Dawn. We love you. And thank you for what you do for our church. Thank happy you for birthday. Oh, Pastor is singing happy birthday. Happy birthday. I'm totally off key. I'm not sure which happy birthday I'm singing. <laughs> but happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. And thanks, Pastor Jen. Thanks for our listeners. Goodbye. <laughs>